Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. We finally get Nick and Elizabeth to record with us and they don't disappoint. These two have us laughing as they always do. We discuss nervous first experiences, cum shots in the ear, and an enjoyable first full swap. And we're back at the sex apartment. Today we have Nick and Elizabeth joining us. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. We have been hanging out with you guys a lot for several months now. And (laughs) it has been very fun to watch your rapid journey. And we were very interested in getting you guys in early on, but you were insistent that you needed more stories. That's correct. just enjoyed a little trip, which we'll get into later. But before we do that, how did you guys bring up the lifestyle to each other? We kind of joked about it. A lot. We've always been very open-minded. We've always kind of questioned monogamy. I kind of joke, we got married for the tax, but you know, like we, we love each other, <laughs> you know, we love each other, but like, wow, we got married for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked out. It's <laughs> no, no. I was like, I think I should get his 401k if he were to pass away. That was oh, like yeah. my, yeah. Like, I mean, I earned that shit. That right. does so, seem fair. Yeah. 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 So that's, I've experienced your blowjob. Yeah, you yeah, earned it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, it's like 5%. <laughs> yeah. We've always questioned it. And then we uh, we went to a motorcycle rally in our home state. And we were kind of drinking a lot at a campground. And, Inebriated uh, is the word you were looking for. That might for. be the correct term, yeah. We stumbled upon another couple walking around the campground. And they told us they had pineapples all over their campsite. And we were like, that's cool. <laughs> Pineapples sound delicious. Yeah, they're like, do you, know what, do you know what that means? And, and I was like, yeah, that you're friendly and welcoming. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Obviously. They yep. were friendly and welcoming. That was Yes good. and more. Mm-hmm. We started, we were drinking around a campfire and they told us they were swingers. And we were, you know, we we're like, hey, we're not. If you're looking to have a beer, we got beer and a fire. So we, we were chatting with them. Yeah, he started rubbing my leg. I kind of liked it. She was. She invited me for a walk on the playground. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Nothing happened that no, night, but like... No, but it sparked... Uh, well, yeah. they told us about the, our local club. They were like, you know, you guys should check this place out. And he actually took my phone and put it in my phone. He was insistent that we check this place out. And we talked about it kind of jokingly. And then we went on a uh, another trip to another motorcycle rally. Listened to podcasts the whole way out there about the lifestyle. We got to the motorcycle rally and there was a campground that had a reputation for being the swingers campground. We didn't stay there, but we visited it. Correct. We bought like a day pass to go there. And, and the funny thing is, is that we were literally riding death machines through mountains. <laughs> yeah, but swingers are scary. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's a, 
surrounded by, you know, people of unsavory character occasionally. <laughs> um, but we were terrified to go to this campground because the swingers oh, were no, there. Sex positive. <laughs> we were super no. afraid of them. They're going to put their penis near me. <laughs> they want to see my penis. No. Yeah. They might look at my boobs. Yeah. Yeah, they had a, um, a thing called uh, Titty Alley, which I feel like anybody would enjoy, honestly. Uh, yep. You know, you flash your titties, you get some beads. And I came home with some beads, and uh, it was in August. And then in September, we checked out our local club. Now, how long have you guys been together? We've been married for 22 years. So it's it's been a little bit of time. A little okay. bit of time. Yeah. Any hints of non-monogamy or discussions leading up to this? Sex talk in the bedroom, stories, porn, you name it. I don't think so. Like, I hate, I don't want to say like our sex life was a little boring, but like when you have little kids, sometimes yeah. it can kind yeah. of get very routine. I don't think we really got into any of that stuff. Definitely. We slowed yeah. down when the kids were little, yeah. um, you know, just being exhausted, working, mm-hmm. you know, doing that. But our kids have been older for a few years now and it's picked up since then. So let's dig into this first night at the club. What were you expecting leading up to it? Two different things. <laughs> we we went in there and thought we both had the same plan, but apparently we didn't. I thought we were going in there to like have the full experience, and she thought we were going in there to just do a couple of laps and leave. Reconnaissance. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. We'll just okay. We'll, we'll do a tour and then go home and discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's like let's go. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a fan of assessing and reassessing situations, and you know and sometimes reassessing reassessing reassessment. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. So it was a white party. So we walked around there and like, you know, the first time you go in there, every you're nervous or whatever. You don't know what to expect. And like, I've got like, all right, I'm at a bar. I'm like looking around for danger and there's no danger. Like everyone's there for the same thing. Like there's no real ego there that like you have to worry about. So like, I feel like we got pretty relaxed pretty quick, but we still didn't know what we were doing. So uh, we made it back to, uh, there's a room where there's a couple beds in that room, but then there's also a window where you can look into another room. And so we were just sort of, oh, we were hanging out in there because it was cold in the club that night. So we went into this room. We noticed a little heater. That's why we went in there. Yeah. So (laughs) we went in there actually. We're like, let's, there's a space heater. Let's turn it on. And so we just sat by the space heater for a little while, just being warm. And I was wearing the smallest dress I've ever, you know, up until that point I'd ever worn I'm up in my game. And I appreciate that. As do I. Either your skirts are getting shorter or your legs are getting longer. I don't know. Something's happening. And I like it. (laughs) So I'd say, yeah, we were just hanging out in there. And then like, were there people in the other room when we got in there? Yeah, there were people playing in the other room. So there was something to watch. Yeah, so we were just hanging out in there. And then some other couples kind of came in and went. We chit-chatted with them. One particular couple came in and started talking to us. And we told them, yeah, we're this is our first night, whatever. And they were like, oh, little ducklings. And they like took us under their wing and like <laughs> kind of just talked to us. We probably talked to them for at least an hour in that room, right? Yeah. I don't know. They just made us feel really, really comfortable. I talked to her. I talked to him. Elizabeth talked to him and her. And they just made us feel really, really comfortable. And at one point I was like, yeah, I could go into a room with you. And then. Elizabeth's eyes like got so <laughs> wide like a deer in the headlights and she's like you know what I think we should leave gotta, you tell them you tell them what you were feeling at that point uh panic fair that's fair sheer panic and, and this is where we learned that like we weren't actually on the same no, no not 100 no. on the same page like no. I, I must have missed the on um, the podcast that talked about communication yeah I, <laughs> but I had thought we had communicated because like Apparently, 
We didn't. Yeah, no. So the other couple was very gracious. They're like, oh, it's okay. You know, and I'm like, let's go to the bar and get a drink. So we go to the bar and get a drink. I didn't even think that's how it went. You said, we got to get out of here. And I was like. Which is my go-to phrase all the time. We need to get out of here. I'm like, I'm going to talk to her and maybe we'll be back. And they were like, (laughs) and they said, and which is weird to me because like usually when she panics, I don't want to say I panic too, but I'm usually like, it's over. But like, I was pretty calm. I'm like, I can, I can. Get her Which back. is like no probably red flag, right? Like, like I, I was like, we got to go. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know? but it, okay. But he was right. You were right. Yes no, no, and no. Because no. on a first night where there's definitely that nerves and they, knowing that you were new, probably like, all right, give him a minute to talk. Right. And Yeah. But I would like to say, like, it wasn't like I was talking you into doing it. I knew you were freaking out and I just wanted you yeah. to calm down. I was freaking and out. And think about it. And had you been like, no, we still have to go. Then we would have left. I, I do believe you. Yeah. Well, so you, you thanked me afterwards. I did. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. You did a good job. What was going through your head at that moment? Uh, just pain. F- flight or f- yeah, fight or flight. Yeah, like literally like, yeah, like we got a flight. I've never done this before. I listened to the podcast. I, you know, we got to go. That was all I was thinking was, you know. Like, I, oh, this was a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. Yeah. We're not ready for this. Yeah. And the yeah. funny thing was, that, you know, in the parking lot, I had all the confidence in the world. And and when we walked into the club. Oh, that's right. I was the nervous one yeah. going in. When we walked into the club, as soon as I walked through the doors and got the tour, the tour is really weird because you wait in line. And, and I felt like I was waiting in line to go to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Like I was definitely in trouble. Dirty girl. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, so <laughs> after be- the tour, we were in the club and like, I felt actually incredibly at home. I felt so comfortable two seconds in there after the tour. I was like, okay, these people are nice. Nobody mm-hmm. is out here to hurt us. Nobody is going to take advantage of us. People are very nice. We met all kinds of different people. So I don't know why I was so afraid. I think just my expectations going into it were exceeded, I guess you I would thought, say. You thought you were coming there to hang out and then leave. Exactly. And you hadn't worried about, well, mm. what if? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So we, we stepped outside. Right? We weren't really out there for more than two minutes. Right. And I think we were like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know that's where you were. You didn't know this is where I was at. And then you calmed down and we went back in. Mm-hmm. And we ended up um, soft swapping with the very first couple. And they were super nice, super hot. Um, so we still text them. Very nice. So why did we stop at soft swap? Uh, actually, they, they recommended it. The other couple, because okay. you know, we've amongst ourselves, we've never, um, we considered anything that you wouldn't do in front of your spouse cheating before right. the lifestyle. So if he wouldn't rub somebody's shoulders without me there, then that's, we consider that cheating. So, so we've always considered sex as sex. If it's involves a sex organ kissing, we've always considered that sex. So for us, full swap, soft swap, I don't, we wouldn't have, if they were like, we're full swap, we would have been like, yeah, we're full swap too. Obviously. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. 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 And their suggestion was, you know, when you're starting, like just tell everyone you're soft swap. And then like, if you feel like you could progress, most people aren't going to be, no, 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 no. You said you're only soft swap. I'm not putting my dick in you. So that was, that was their suggestion too. That was the first and only time we've soft swapped. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Couple of sluts. <laughs> so you leave that night. What's the car ride home like? euphoric uh well we had a hotel room for the night because we didn't really know what to expect Mm -hmm. and um um and yeah like euphoric 
Like, and even as we were playing with this other couple, I was like smiling. I'm like, this feels so good. This is awesome. The husband of the other couple was like, that's how, you know, you you're making the right choice. Right. Like you're, you're comfortable. You're having fun. You're not uncomfortable. Right. And I was never uncomfortable. I was very comfortable in the situation. So I'm very glad that Nick talked me back into the club. Excellent. <laughs> me too. That was fun. So you get back in the hotel room that night. How's reconnection? Yeah. And I mean, it was just, I'm sure, you know, hormones, endorphins, like it was, you, like you said, euphoric, we felt great. I think um, there was a lot of giggling. Yeah. Like, like With giggling, you two, like, no fucking way. Well, you know, it was the whole, did we just, just do that? Just oh, happened. My oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, you know, it's kind of funny. Like it's, it's funny, but it's weird. Cause like, you know, you're having sex with your partner, but you're talking about the sex you just had with a stranger. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Though. No, it's weird. I mean, but it was fun. So how long from that point before you guys go? Hey, let's go to the club again. Did we go the very next weekend? No, or was we had something going on. I mean, yeah, it was just the first available. You, you were just ready yeah. to go. Yeah, again. yeah, first available. Yeah, and in fact, I think um, we went. So your next trip to the club. Yes. Is this where your first full swap experience happens? It would have had to have been. Yeah. Like, we have, we've had a pretty good streak. <laughs> like, I don't know. If we strike out, we're like, what the hell is going on? Like, it's kind of weird. Like, it, it would have had to have been, right? Yeah. We tried a different club. It was, um, we met a couple, actually we met a couple and, um, they sat down next to us and they were like, you guys are the only normal people here. And I was offended. (laughs) (laughs) That was not what I was trying to uh, throw out into the the world. Um, so we, we, I just thought what he said was a little arrogant and cocky. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was another soft slap. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, well, that was their rules. Yeah. They were super young and, um, and yeah, you had a weird feeling that she was just, she brought him there just to try to get him laid. I don't think that they it were an actual weird. couple. I think it, it, we don't say it very much anymore, but when we first started, we kind of had like a code where like, if we're talking to a couple and one of us isn't really into him, we'll just say, well, let's do a lap. And that means, you know, oh, it was nice to meet you. We're going to go walk around right. the club. So I was like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Do you want to go do a lap? Elizabeth's like, yeah, sure. Hey, you guys want to come with us? And I'm like, um, that's not how this works. So I forgot so, my own rule. Yeah. We can't get away from this one. So we, we went for a walk and, um, I can't remember. I, somehow you ended up in front of me and you're like, oh, look, here's a room. Oh. Let's go in. And I'm just giving her the side. eye, like, what the no, 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 no. That, that was the night they had that guy with a Sibian and he was, there was somebody who was being like super aggressive trying to get all the girls on the Sibian. Yeah. That was and, the same night, but this is a different. Well, I feel like we were, we were at a, a juncture in the hallway to where we had to get a room or talk to Sibian guy again. And, <laughs> and, and, I, and I was, was like, a, I was at a juncture. Yes. Yeah, I was <laughs> at a juncture <laughs> of. I'm trying to get away from this couple. Let's well, go talk to nobody Sibian. Nobody was guy. trying to make you sit on the Sibian. I mean, I, they would have let me. <laughs> I'm sure they would have. So anyway, we did go in the room with this couple. And like, I don't know. I don't want to say it was taking one for the team because whatever. She was nice and whatever. It was soft swap. I went down on her. She went down on me. And he was much younger than us. He had to be 20 something. Yeah. I don't think you told me until like the car ride home. Or no, no. We stayed after we left yes. them. We stayed at the club. And then you told me. I was Eric's head. giving him head. Yeah. And I think he was like, stop. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you know, you stop. You not stop, but like, you know. I got the impression. I think he was like, slow down. I'm going to come. And I didn't want to yet. So I, I did. And I was just, you know, slowly stroking and he ended up ejaculating in my ear. (laughs) 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 And and this may cause a shock. I think it did. We went back to the club. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) 
So bring Q-tips, ladies. <laughs> um, um, Are you trying to work out the physics? No, I, I can understand. I, I get it. I'm just trying to picture what one says. I just wiped my ear and didn't say anything. And he was just like, yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's He was very, he was very confident. He's very, very, yeah. It just, it's just. Very confident. So he, he was not going to uh, acknowledge. Just, yeah, that's, that's that's where I put it all the time. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, like I meant to do that. I, <laughs> that's, I didn't that's get it in your hair, did I? You into <laughs> ear porn? <laughs> where does everybody else come? Duh. <laughs> right. That's, that's, yeah, that was the impression. She wanted you to hear me coming. <laughs> I heard it. I knew that joke was in there somewhere. <laughs> um, the, the next time at the club that we usually go to, we ran into a couple who um, was super awesome. Um, and they were like, we're a full swap couple. And we're like, yeah, so are we. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. That's what we always do. It's, Isn't it Swapping in every full sense. <laughs> And they were awesome. They, we, you know, we went, we ended up getting a room with them and um, same thing. We still text and talk to them and that, yeah, that was our, that was how we got into full swap. Yeah. And we almost walked right past them mm-hmm. and they stopped us. And it was kind of funny because I feel like we were dressed, I want to say normal club attire, but I'm wearing pants and jeans and you're wearing a nice shirt and they were wearing pretty much the same outfit. And then everyone else around us was in like speedos and like bathing suits and like <laughs> getting painted yeah. and i feel like they were like those are our people right there they're, they're dressed they shop in the same stores we shop let's stop them and like i'm so glad they stopped us because you guys do shop at the same store you have the we same literally shirts. we have the same shirt yeah so we do shop so yes. cute so adorable yeah. not on purpose but right yeah, they've they've asked us before they're like what shirt is nick gonna wear tonight <laughs> if i go red and you go blue we should be good yeah we met them. We talked for a little bit. Let's do a lap. Not because we didn't like this couple, but because we wanted to talk. We wanted to talk. Like, oh, are you down? Am I down? Or yeah. Blah blah blah. After those first two experiences, you guys discussed. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, we've yeah, slowly maybe. been working out. Maybe we should talk. Actually, <laughs> I, I listened to the podcast about communication. Okay, yeah. good, nice. Oh, got there. I think they went. You know, if if the, there's a lap to do, they went clockwise. We went counterclockwise. Uh, we went in a, back to the bar. We got a drink. We're talking about them. I'm like, yeah, they seem nice. So then we ran back into them in one of the hallways what was the name of the mints they gave us oh some sort of blowjob mints he just pulled oh it was something about control your husband mint yeah yeah he's like i've got these mints you guys want one we're like yeah yeah so we both take one he's like yeah i could have just roofied you guys we're like okay well (laughs) we're in (laughs) let's go so yeah where do you like to ejaculate (laughs) (laughs) they had us laughing so I don't think it was much longer after no. that. Like we, we got a room and it was our yeah. first full swap. The most awkward part of that was being parallel on a bed, but like the rhythm is off. If you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but yeah, like that was a learning experience, yeah. I think. Cause I'm like, rhythm is kind of important when you're having sex. And like, yeah. I'm like, all right, dude, it's a one, a two, a three. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't, I didn't do that, but. I actually um, want to get into this because okay. that's a good point. That's actually it is. Point. Yeah, depending on what the bed you're on, it can it can affect you. We've made no mistakes, only learning opportunities yeah, right. we've encountered <laughs> exactly. in the lifestyle. Right. Don't turn your fucking head when somebody says, hang on a second. That's you. you that one's on you. <laughs> no, okay. Obviously. It literally was on her. No, I know. Eye contact is important. Yeah, see? No. And, All the way through the end. <laughs> How were you looking at it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<sighs> you didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> no, you didn't see it coming. You could have dodged. <laughs> you could have dodged. <laughs> Aim those things at you. Safety glasses and earmuffs from here on out. You're in protection. <laughs> oh, so the first full swap experience. <laughs> After little, so learning experience there. I think part of my learning experience was just when there's four people on a bed, positioning is important. Because like, I think Elizabeth and the man were facing one way and myself and the woman were facing the other. And it just didn't work out that like really good. So I don't know. I think maybe we learned. So you guys kind of hit the bed from the side. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. We're like we were trying to spin in a circle or something. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't think those beds are sort of quality or. That's true. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what we learned is that springs, we need yeah. better beds. I was going to say, we've been in a room where it was kind of back and forth. Yeah. And I think that worked out just I fine. guess actually the learning experience is like, that's what I can expect on those beds. It was weird the first time, but yeah. plus I know how. Not but to the funny thing is the weird thing for you, the first night you guys full swapped was. The rhythm the, and not the fact that you guys were fucking yeah, other people. Completely having sex with other people. No, that, yeah. was, right. that was not weird. Yeah, that was I not mean, weird. I mean, being was, naked in seemed... front of other people. Yeah, you'd think, I don't know, Nick, I don't feel like you have a whole lot of experience like with other people's dicks out either. Like, Well, in, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of dicks in the last eight months or whatever. Yeah. It's been. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I mean, it's weird how normal, how With fast you're like, yeah. yeah. It's, it the is, weirdest part cares? of it, I think, is like, at first I was like, don't look. But now I'm like, oh, what's he working with over there? What's, he, what's, she, what's Elizabeth's going to play with tonight? Yeah, what's she going to get out of this? After that night, what was that car ride like? You just we talked about, you know, replayed everything. This couple, you know, they were like, you guys are really cool. Like, you know, you want to exchange phone numbers? We did. Hex, we still hang out with them. Yeah, just talking about, you know, we're kind of replaying everything. What did we learn? What, you know, what did we like? What would we do different next time? So grateful for this couple for being gracious enough to kind of show us the ropes. They were the ones that told us to make sure your clothes stay in one pile. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. the rooms are dark. Yeah. Is that my underwear or yours? Yeah, you want to be walking around with some of the Panties dudes. am I wearing? <laughs> Panties. <laughs> I think part of uh, my favorite part of like the conversations home are like, it, you know, when you're swapping with a whole other couple, like a whole other I, couple, <laughs> I mean, it's always been a whole other couple, at least if not more. So part of my favorite part though, is I like to try to pay attention to what Elizabeth is doing, you know, see if she's having fun or whatever. And that's fun for me to see, but like the car ride home and talking about it is like, I get to hear the oh. stuff that I didn't see, mm-hmm. like what she really liked. Oh, he did this. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm going to add that to my repertoire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going to see if I can work that in. So that's part of my favorite part of the, the conversations. Yeah. I'm kind of like a puppy. I'm just happy to be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm having fun always. I like when you wag your tail. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm just happy to be there. I'm having fun. So, you know, he's like, what did you like about this? I'm like, everything. I liked it. And he's like, well, what? And I'm like, that. specific. (laughs) I like that and that and that. I like the part where his penis was in me. I like that part. I liked it all. (laughs) What would you have done differently? I need to work on my man compliment game. It's hard to compliment, you know, because I don't like, what do you say? I like your beard. You know, men are like, oh, your hair, you're so hot, your tits, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you got Guys don't like to hear their tits are nice. That's uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like, I mean. Thanks, I've been growing my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Especially since I hit 40. Like, you know, like I, I've upped my vocalization. 
I've worked on that. I think I'm getting better at that and better at, you know, feedback and things, you know, just maybe just saying more of what I like and, you know, things like that. I still remember the first time I came with you and you said, thank you. (laughs) What? Oh, she's very, you're welcome. I I think that's just polite. (laughs) He was really impressed. He literally came home and he was like, she said, thank you. (laughs) Awesome. I stopped her from writing you a letter. <laughs> Damn you. Yes, uh, I, I would have framed that. Post coital letter. I'd come in. <laughs> thank you, notes. We, maybe we should make that a thing. We always I joke about address leaving so reviews, you know, yeah. like <laughs> five, five stars yeah. would fuck again. <laughs> that is the one thing that SLS has that the club site does not. Oh, is the the, uh, the feedback the certification. Yeah. Yeah, certification. yeah that would be fun. but if it was just more like yelp and you could just leave, yeah. leave start all oh, that yeah. could be a problem never mind don't do that <laughs> two uh, star yeah. could have been yeah, better you don't, want, you don't want the bad reviews. <laughs> no, right. no. Like you can edit your certifications on SLS. it's probably better all right yeah, yeah. never mind yeah so th- definitely that just um working on my you know complimenting because it is hard i mean so do you do you have that issue sometimes even saying like oh you got a great ass like is that really a compliment for guys like yeah, i Right. I think the only compliment I throw out there is usually you feel so good. That's what I say too. Is usually, but when, yeah. But I don't really uh, specify any other. You've told body me, parts. That's what you've told me. I'm a really good kisser, and that's oh, a really great compliment. That's, to get. And that is that is actually yeah. very good. okay. That's a good that's one. A I'm gonna remember that. Or you smell good. I, oh, I, that's a good one. That okay. Usually See? means I want to fuck you. Thank you. That's <laughs> a good one. If you smell good. Until you said them, I had forgotten about those two, but yeah. And honestly, it's just something that comes out naturally. It's not yeah, even ever yeah, anything like, that, that I have to like focus on or think about. Yeah, it's usually like. That feels good. It feels good. Yeah. I say it. Thank and you. Yeah. Like, I don't say thank you, but I need to add that <laughs> because he was so impressed. Oh, I, I loved that moment. That was... And you know, you might not believe me, but he really like for days. She it, said, it was thank brought you. up several times. <laughs> She said thank you. Like, like all right. Times since then too. <laughs> she really was happy. <laughs> kind of hinting. Yeah. <laughs> no. like, you're welcome. <laughs> don't you don't think, say thank you. I don't even think I said you're welcome. I was just like, whoa, you just said that. I like, wow, you said thank you. Didn't and even I know she respond. just said thank you. I was telling the room. She said thank you. <laughs> Y'all should be. I do. Take notes. I, I, always, I always say that, though, don't I? Even with you and I. Yeah, I thank not, you, not every you. single time, but yeah. Thank you for the good session. Or yeah, thank you. It's probably gotten like so common that I just, it's yeah. not a deal for me. Like, I just ignore it. Like, yeah. not to sound like I don't appreciate so your ungrateful. thanks. So, no. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> is what I mean to say. Thank you, actually. It's the pleasure is mine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so cute any struggles in lifestyle you never want to take one for the team but i've done that at least once maybe twice but beyond that i don't i don't well we had there was one couple we met at another club in our hometown we had talked to them in the club for a while and it seemed like all four of us were down when we got in the room it turned out like she was just there for him and elizabeth and like without talking about it like completely cut me out and it was kind of like yeah like you that was yeah that was kind of yeah that was kind of shitty i didn't expect that i was like that kind of hurt my feelings actually like i don't i was surprised no i don't think it was personal either but yeah, no. And that I think was that might be the only the struggle club. I've had, but yeah. we learned from that too. Yep. Do you have any struggles? No, I don't. I, my only struggle is I think, you know, definitely I, I like to just go out and talk to people and 
So sometimes it's awkward. Like if you're talking to somebody for a long time and then you're like, oh shit, I don't want to play with them. I just want to be their friend. <laughs> and you know, like, so like that's always tricky. Yeah. So like I, sometimes I have to be careful as to who I do talk to mm-hmm. because I will, I do want to talk to everybody, but I don't want to like monopolize somebody's time. We mentioned before, like I am much more picky than you. Yes. So like you struggle with, oh, can I talk to this person? Is he going to be into them? Right. I feel like I almost need to, you know, run it by Nick before I talk to somebody right. because I don't want to give somebody the wrong impression. That's, that's where I like our little cues come in where I'm like, we should take a lap. And yeah. then you're like, yeah, come walk with come us. No, no, I learned that. I <laughs> yeah, don't do that, that anymore. That only but, happened. That only happened one but time. But it is, it is hard for me. Cause I will, I will, you know, we'll be in the hallway and I'm like, Oh my God, I love your skirt. And then, you know, and then I'm like, Oh shoot. Yeah. No, Nick, they is, Nick is not, Nick is not going to be down with this. So, so that's, that's hard for me. I feel like that's a reasonable right. struggle, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So why do you guys swing? Sex is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's fun. It's, it's fun. We've met some of the most phenomenal people. It's hard to say exactly why we swing. Part of it might be that like before Elizabeth, like I was never sexually with anybody else. So like, maybe that's part of it. Like curiosity, like what's it like to be with somebody else? But like, also I feel like we're so comfortable with each other and so trusting that this is fun and there's nothing to worry about doing it. Like, I'm not worried she's going to leave me for somebody else. I mean, unless she finds like king kong dong or something but <laughs> that's all i'm worried about like, it. <laughs> just kidding no no I, I feel like we've only had sex with each other ever you know for 22 years and um, up, up until last september yeah yeah and it, you know it was fun meeting new people it's sometimes it can be st- stressful and aggravating but i feel like it just builds your like communication your trust your like, how to negotiate and navigate things you know like i don't think that's something you and i talked about beforehand but like we are much much closer yeah, for sure. Now than we were before we started yeah. this. Yeah, it's maybe just, that's part of the reason we continue. Yeah, it's fun. It's you know new experiences. I mean, it, we yeah. always, we walk away from every situation learning something new and having fun. Yeah, and I really enjoy some of the people we've met. Like, we've absolutely made some pretty good friends. Yep. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Well, they have made some pretty good friends, but I would say that we have made some really good friends as well. That is for sure. Good friends in them as well. They have been amazing. I don't know if you can tell, but I mean, we laughed a whole lot while recording these episodes. I mean, we were in tears several times. I don't recall having to stop. To laugh before. <laughs> there was have... a point where I pushed the microphone away because I was like, well, I can't continue right now because this isn't fair. There is lots of minutes of laughter on the cutting room floor, I would imagine. Yes, yes, there were. <laughs> yes, there was. Before we jump into the episode, those of you that listen weekly have been hearing us asking, begging, pleading, <laughs> gr- graciously requesting your few minutes a day to nominate us for the ASN Magazine Awards. Yes. We are trying to be nominated in the Best Entertainment Podcast category. There are links in our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, along with some very sexy NASA pictures. There will also be a link in the show notes as well, in case you can't find us on any of those social media platforms. Yes, because I do know some of you refuse to be involved in any of the social media platforms, so 
There is a link in the show notes and you can also search ASN Magazine Awards and and just look for the one associated with the swingers and you will find the nominations tab somewhere on their website. It would be really great for the podcast and it would show your appreciation for us as much as we appreciate all of our listeners out there. We really love to do this and being nominated would solidify how much you guys enjoy it in return. It would be fantastic, and we can't thank you guys all enough for taking the time to vote. It's really appreciated. So with that out of the way, we can move on with the episode. Yes. I love that these swingers walked up to them and were like, hey, we have pineapples at our campsite. Just in the hopes of, hey, maybe maybe this will work with these people. I mean, I guess that's a great way to feel somebody out to see if they seem to know what the pineapple means. They would either show their interest or not show their interest. Right. Swingers typically know that an upside down pineapple means swinger. Yep. At least now they sure seem to. Yes. But the fact that they had no idea what that was. Like, sweet, you got pineapples. And then 22 years into their marriage, having never discussed non-monogamy, multiple partners, bringing somebody else into the relationship, anything, just one little, hey, we have pineapples, come have a beer with us, got them into thinking about this. And then a month later, they're like, yeah, we're in, let's do it. Yeah, that's crazy. It amazes me every time we run into a couple that had been together for a long time, and then suddenly this is brought up. Why is that amazing to you? I think this goes back to the last time we had this discussion of where I was surprised at how difficult this is for people, and you pointed out that I've been doing this since I was 18, and in my head, it's just a natural progression because when I first found porn, it was multiple partners. So in my head, this is just, why doesn't everybody do this? This is a normal thing. Right. Where most of the world is actually the opposite. Right. And we're all married for many, many years before we are like, hmm, let's try something else. But and I don't know that it's necessarily difficult. I mean, it can be. What do you mean by difficult? Well, okay, like here, Nick and Elizabeth, for instance, 22 years of marriage, probably dating prior to, so they've got lots of years in the bucket of time together, Mm -hmm. a whiff of pineapples, (laughs) (laughs) and they are thinking, what else is out there? What else can we be doing? Our kids are grown. We have time. We want to have fun. And here they are living their life. They're not having the struggles of the non-monogamous part. Right. The struggles that they're finding are just whatever silly mistakes they're making along the way as far as, I don't even know, did they even mention any struggles? I don't think they did. They really don't. And I know since we've known them, which while not very long, they haven't really mentioned any of those struggles to us either. What's crazy is we've only really known them about six months now. But it feels like forever. They really are awesome people. It does. And it doesn't surprise me at all that Elizabeth dove into the podcasts and started listening to everything she could possibly find out. Yeah. She very much likes to do that kind of research, which then goes into her first trip to the club. Which she felt was recon. Yes. And she's (laughs) like, I'm just going here to research this place and then we'll go back and talk about it. And Nick's like, what are we doing here then? (laughs) (laughs) Why go to the crack house if we're not going to try the crack? (laughs) We're here. He mentions how he was somewhat on guard and looking around the bar for for the the, the jealousy for for the guy who is ready to pounce that you're looking at his girl and how surprised he was when that was not the case. When he mentioned that, I actually started thinking, we've been to the club at least 50 times, if not more, and we are there from open to close, well over 250 hours, if I'm doing my math right here. (laughs) 
and we haven't even seen a hint of a physical altercation. It's amazing how composed people can be in the club atmosphere, mm-hmm. especially with alcohol yes. and how few incidences right. we do come across for what is actually happening. We are having sex with other people's lifetime partners. Yes. You would think that this would bring up many, many, many altercations fights at some point something yeah yeah also it speaks to the club as well and the club owner for how well they handle those situations how well they're on top of it they always have people circling paying attention to people getting very inebriated i do remember one night where there was a gentleman who was aggressively speaking to other couples trying to get in Mm -hmm. and i saw the club owner and another one of the workers there they were standing nearby Waiting just in case he started to cross a line. Yep. And they were going to deal with it. Yep. And I remember chatting with her and she's like, oh, yep, I'm watching this. And we had already seen it. And so we're like, yeah, we'll watch too. And that whole self-policing thing, I think, also happens. It really speaks to whoever's putting it on when those type of situations are not even seen or heard about because they're taken care of before it gets to that point. Correct. I feel like they're more on top of it. Like you've seen them circle. Mm -hmm. And I know that they're looking for someone in particular when they're circling because somebody has said something. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just that they take every complaint seriously. They address it immediately. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not uh, falls on deaf ears until somebody gets hurt. Right. They're not waiting around for something to happen. They're on top of it. And I think that's a awesome zero tolerance kind of policy in a swingers club is what you have to have. I don't think you need to wait around for something to happen. I agree. And the sooner you can diffuse something and keep it from happening, then people can just go on with their night and have fun. Yeah. Needless to say, we have a amazing club owner and uh, it's run very well in the club we go to where we always feel safe. Absolutely. And we always feel we can give the owner a heads up if we see something Something that's not right and it's taken care of. It is. Speaking kind of to that, but on a different level, when you have really amazing couples in the club atmosphere who meet new couples and like in Nick and Elizabeth's case here, you know, they call them ducklings. But yes, (laughs) taking somebody under your wing and making them feel very comfortable, especially when you're a more experienced couple meeting a couple that's new and kind of sitting back and letting them go at their pace. Yes. And you always say this, go at the pace of the person who moves the slowest Yes, is the least comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. I think this was fantastic hearing this story that they were able to meet a couple like this. Mm -hmm. And then even today, they're still in contact. That's so great. It is. And the fact that this couple, when they paused and Elizabeth's like, no, we got to leave. Yeah was like, no, we get it. Go talk. If you come back, great. And if you don't, maybe we'll see you next time. So I was going to ask you, though, now, if that had been us and Elizabeth left and he said, oh, I'm going to go talk to her, where would you be at? Would you be like, okay, we'll still play with this couple or eek? Because I feel like that might have been a red flag for me. It would have been, but knowing the two of them, they didn't just come back and go, okay, let's go in the room. They came back and continued talking and had a discussion where she made it abundantly clear. Yes, I am okay with this. Let's proceed. Okay. But if they came back and the girl has her head down and is like, fine, whatever, we'll do it, I guess. Then no, you're 100% right. We are a hard no at that point. Yeah. And I love how they went back and got on the same page. 
I, without a shadow of a doubt, know that he was not pushing it and was like, let's talk this through. And if you want to do it, great. And if not, out the door we go. And he also knows his wife really mm-hmm. well. So he knows that this seems to be an initial reaction for her for many things. Yes. So while you'll hear from every swinger and anybody who's in the lifestyle that you absolutely cannot push either person in your couple mm-hmm. to be in this lifestyle or want to do it, we know that he didn't do that in this scenario. Definitely did not. That this was definitely more of a they needed to bounce off of each other where their heads were at and what they were thinking and what was going on. Now, typically that should have been done before you get to the club, but hey, (laughs) the fact that they could take the time and have that discussion there and sort it out there. Yeah, it definitely shows that they're capable of communicating when it's necessary. Right. And that was completely necessary at that moment. (laughs) That, That would be a good moment. Which another form of communication is a lot of people have some sort of cue that they give to their partner that will let them know that they either need to step away to talk about something or just step away from a couple maybe they weren't feeling in the moment or whatever, just some sort of cue. And in their case, they have their lap. And I had to laugh that she jumped on the, oh, well, they should come with us. Um, because I feel like we've gone on a lap with them a couple times. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) But our lap is not that we don't have the lap is not our cue, but, um, just so people know that if people take a lap, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to talk, but it no, could be. No, typically just, that is they just want to walk around the back, see what's going on, see how many empty rooms there are, see kind of where they need to be at that right. moment in the night. Because right. if you go on that lap and there are no empty rooms, it's, oh crap, we got to start picking this up to see if we can yeah. get somebody together to go find one of those rooms once they open up. And it is a good time if you walk with just your partner to discuss couples that you have met throughout the night or where something is going with another couple to kind of gauge where your partner is at if you don't already right. have some way of knowing that. And we have done that plenty of times. But what we still don't have... <laughs> Is an exit strategy. We don't, but... But we don't really put ourselves in those situations. And we'll sit there and talk to anybody no matter what. I think because we're not stressing about going back to a room with every single couple that we're talking to, Mm -hmm. we just don't have that, like, we're going to pick this one, we're going to spend our time with this one, and we're going to take this one back. We don't have that, like, mentality. We kind of just make our rounds and we're very social. Sex is so rarely even discussed (laughs) in these conversations with people. I feel like we're just enjoying being social. And then if it happens, then we're happy. But if it doesn't, we move on just perfectly fine. No hard feelings. And we also take a lap frequently. Yes. So the conversations don't always last forever. And we come back to where we were. We When we take a lap, it finishes right in the spot that we left from. And we're easy to find. If somebody wants to talk to us, we're right back where we were. Yeah. Then they get to their second soft swap. <laughs> I laughed so hard when she said this story. I had tears rolling down my face. Where, where the fuck was she looking? Where, where, where? I, don't, don't stroke a dick that said, hey, slow down next to your face and look away. I don't think she purposely looked away. I didn't know she, she wasn't expecting it, clearly. Understandable, but still... I, I'm still blaming this one on her. No, I'm totally blaming this on the guy. He knows he's coming. He knows he's coming. Why would he aim for her ear? She knows she has a good blowjob. It's on her. He has every opportunity to change angles. 
True. I mean, she she had it in her hand. Penises don't stick in only one direction. Okay, had they it move. In her hand. Had they it in her can hand. move. Fair enough. <laughs> I just like blaming her because she has a good blowjob. I think that's a fair thing to blame her. She does. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a great compliment. However, that gentleman is still held accountable it, it, for where that cum goes. And I've come in a lot of places. Never once in somebody's ear. Well, good for you. Yeah. Well, no, not good for me because now I'm like, oh, what am I missing? <laughs> think so okay maybe not gross i just right now i just like want to do like the water thing for my ear like tap my head i don't know that sounds like just (laughs) as it gets in there just that suction oh what you use to clean it out we didn't get into tips clearly when you know that's not well when you get home okay well they didn't even go she said they didn't even leave (laughs) they went and talked about it She's got come in her ear like, oh, let's go talk. <laughs> what? Use my other. I can't hear out of this one. <laughs> yeah, sit on this side. One's no good. So I mentioned earlier that Elizabeth mentioned that they keep in contact with their first soft swap couple, but they also keep in contact with their first full swap couple as well, which I find, again, to be just awesome and shows how great the lifestyle is and how great the people we meet are that you can just keep in contact with them. And I also think this speaks to Nick and Elizabeth. That's true. How friendly and welcoming they are that they keep in contact, that all these other couples want to keep in contact with them. Yeah. It's fun to find other people in the lifestyle that are in it for friendship. And we have found a lot of those couples. We are unbelievably lucky to have done so. Agree. Speaking of unbelievable couples that we've met, this is also a show of how much we have to trust these couples when we first meet them. We're having sex with them. Mm -hmm. We're putting a lot on the table. That's uh, a very intimate act that you're just being 100% trustworthy in that these people are not going to take advantage of me or do anything that I don't want. Or in this case, roofie you with a blowjob mint. <laughs> or, right. or give you a mint that also could be a roofie. <laughs> but again, I frequently see people, hey, do you want this? Do you want a mint? Do you want and people are sharing everything, including their wives, and yes. are perfectly trusting in the other people there. And it really speaks volumes to the community. It really does. Yep. I thought it was funny that Nick brought up the bed rhythms <laughs> because it is something that hits my head. Every single time that one person is going at one speed, another person is going at another speed. And in our puppy piles, there's probably another person. And it's one of those things you really have to block out and just focus right where you're at. Because if you start trying to go into rhythm with other things, <laughs> there is no possible way. And you're, it's a good it's a good erection killer, to be completely honest. Really? Oh, yeah. If, that bad, huh? Oh, yeah. Because then you start, wait, what's going on? What's going on? And then shh, gone. Yep. Never thought of that. Oh, I have yeah. noticed it where, you know, you're trying to get into your own rhythm, but there's like that friction of going against somebody else's rhythm. And you're like, wait, why is the bed not moving that way? It's They're like trying to jump it. on a trampoline while somebody else is <laughs> yeah, jumping on it. It's, it's weird. The weird bounce back. Yeah. Yep. I didn't think it would be an erection killer, though. I, oh, it's distracting. Like it is very distracting. Interesting. Especially to somebody that likes beats and rhythms that yeah. I always pick up on. So, yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely a distracting thing that I really appreciate Nick bringing up because definitely won't be in my head the next time I'm at the club, for sure. Thanks. Right. <laughs> and the fact that of everything that happened that night, 
the weird thing to them was the rhythm of the bed. Well, and you pointed this out, but to them, obviously, the weird thing was that that the bed had a rhythm that was not their own. Yes. (laughs) It was against the grain. When in every logical situation, the weird thing should have been someone else just fucked my wife for the first time in 22 years, and I just fucked someone else's wife for my first time in 22 years. But that was... Not even a thing for them. It was the rhythm of the bed. But that's what they were there for. So to them, that's not the weird thing. They went to a swinger club to swap partners, and that's what they did. But right now, somebody's listening to this having never done that and not comprehending how can that not be the weird thing. Right. But it's once you wrap your brain around it, once you move into the lifestyle and you're doing these things, that becomes the least weird thing we do. <laughs> It it really is, to be completely honest. By the time you get into that room, if the conversation has flowed in such a way that you're not forcing yourself into a room, it really is just the natural progression of the moment. Yeah. And we keep saying it, but it's back to the people that we meet. So speaking of weird things. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) You're going to talk about it, aren't you? Um, (laughs) They mentioned that they were shown the ropes by their first full swap couple. Mm -hmm. And this first full swap couple taught them something Mm -hmm. that (laughs) I feel not all swingers know. I would like to point out (laughs) my clothes were in our pile. (laughs) Okay. So they taught them that you should keep your clothes in a nice, tidy little pile, likely away from other piles of clothes. Mm Mm-hmm. But not all swingers do this. Some swingers are very excited in the moment and just take their clothes off and throw them anywhere, assuming that later on they will just find their clothes and put them back on. Yep. So we had an incident where we had a large puppy pile, if you will. Many people in the There were 10 people in the room that day, yes. And Mm -hmm. we were all sitting around naked, all finished up chatting. And Falcon decides to start putting his clothes back mm-hmm. <laughs> when he puts on a pair of bottoms. <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. Hey, I, he puts, I'm not helping you here. <laughs> he puts on a pair of boxers <laughs> and he's like, these, these don't feel like mine. <laughs> oh, these don't feel like mine. And he, <laughs> Like, are these mine? Standing there in a clearly not his pair of boxes. They did not fit him right at all. And oh my God. And you look over and you're like, those are mine. And Echo's like, sweetie, your boxers are over here in our pile. And I said, yes, those were in ours. I'm glad you enjoy this. Oh, I never laughed so hard in my life after... After one of our sessions, that that was cathartic in so many ways. I will say the room did get a kick out of that. <laughs> oh man, that was about that. It was really a truly like just hysterical moment to me that he's standing there. He didn't even know what boxers he wore there. Nope. I mean, he he's didn't like, even know which. These one. just don't feel right. These, <laughs> these look like they could be mine. Clearly, they don't feel like mine. <laughs> It even looked like he had them on backwards. It was just <laughs> it weird. It looked <laughs> wrong. Yeah, it didn't look right at all. But um, that was that was amusing. So lesson learned is that <laughs> you take your clothes off, put them in a pile, and then take your clothes from 
your pile. Yes, yes. And put your own or, clothes Or back look on. for your pile before just, <laughs> anyway. I just thought it was fantastic that that was one of their lessons that they were given. And it seems that some of us have not had that lesson. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate you. <clears throat> just like. Thank you notes. Yes. I think that's a fantastic idea. If we can force the kids to write thank you notes for birthday presents, why can't we write thank you notes for Swinger Adventures? I mean, Swinger Adventures, but for like every interaction? I mean... Thank you for the blowjob. Okay, it doesn't have to be (laughs) step by step. I mean, it'd be nice if just you list off, oh, thank you for the blowjob, thanks for the... (laughs) You know, maybe. It was great kissing you. Let's do that again. (laughs) I mean, we kind of do that at our like... I mean, don't we all have that text message that we shoot out after we've hung out with a couple that says, you know, thanks for hanging out. It was so much fun. Let's do but this again. wouldn't it be nice to just have a mantle or have a bunch of cards on the mantle here by the <laughs> fireplace in the sex part? We don't have a fireplace, but we could find a place to start putting thank you cards. We could build a mantle for our thank you cards. I, I think that would be fantastic. Oh, boy. <laughs> then they get into the difficulties they've had. One of which is the getting into a room and then finding out not everyone is down to play. And I will say that was a very, very shitty thing of that couple to do to them. Totally agree. To walk into a room having not said, oh, we are only expecting to play with one of you while the other one just sits there. You don't have that talk in the room. Absolutely not. That is a... We have figured this out. That is our dynamic. If you're interested in joining us in a room, let's go. Yep. You don't get in the room and start playing and then go, oh, yeah, wait, no, 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 you can't play. Not you. Yeah, that's (laughs) really wish we dug into those other not you Nick moments (laughs) because he has a few very funny ones, but maybe another time we'll bring those up. (laughs) I totally agree. I think that you... Those are the conversations that are the important conversations to have before you get into a room or before you even start talking about playing mm-hmm. um, is who's involved, what's your dynamic, what you know, who's playing, who's not playing. And that was very early for them, so they don't really they didn't really know yeah, to but, ask that question. But again, but again that other couple should have said that. And that's why it was up to that other couple because both of them were down for playing. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you are part of a couple that has a dynamic like that and you're taking a couple to a room, you're full well knowing that one of that couple is not going to play. You need to make that clear. I agree. That's the responsibility of that couple, not the couple that's going in thinking they're both playing. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ties into where Elizabeth is worried about monopolizing somebody's time when she knows that it's not somebody that they're going to be interested in playing with and taking the time talking to them. In that situation, you should let, hey, here's what we're thinking we're looking for, be known a little earlier in the conversation before spending a long amount of time. Oh, this is really fun. We click, let's go. And monopolizing their time. But I think in Elizabeth's situation, some idle chit-chat I don't feel is monopolizing somebody's time. I think what she's saying, and I have this same fear when I'm talking to somebody where it goes from idle chit chat into maybe a longer conversation where I'm thinking in my head, oh gosh, I hope they're not thinking this means 
I want something more tonight mm-hmm. because maybe I do, or maybe I just really started up a genuine conversation and right. it wasn't really meant to be taken as anything other than I'm just enjoying talking to you. Right. And then I worry, oh gosh, if I don't play with this person, now I've monopolized their time for some time at the club where they could be meeting somebody else who might actually want to play with them. Mm-hmm. And that is a thought that goes through my head quite frequently when I'm having more of an idle chit chat with people that seems to be more just on a social level of connecting and not trying to connect sexually necessarily. And you can always tell when that moment starts to get a little more flirty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes those turn into what started off as just a normal conversation, like For instance, you're at the bar, you're standing, you're waiting for your drink, and somebody says something that you overhear, and then you start up a conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay, initially it wasn't started up because I wanted anything sexually from that person, but the conversation starts going, and then there's some flirting happening back and forth, and here we are now in a situation where, oh, I do like this person, and Mm -hmm. I might want to go back with them, Mm -hmm. and... This is really fun. So, and we have had many conversations start off that way that it just like not even just not even looking at them, just hearing something and going, Oh, right. I want to talk about that. And yeah, I know. Oh, wow, that. we're clicking really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's fun. I, I just, I really enjoy just those natural progression moments. Yep, definitely. So, I asked them my question mm-hmm. of why do you swing? And I've been enjoying asking this question this season now because it was something I kind of had to ask myself at one point of us and say, why do, why do we actually do this? What, what is it that we get out of this? And they gave an answer that is very similar to our own. And it was that it brings them closer. Yep. And I think just like we were just talking about the fact that we can spark up a conversation with somebody, I think a lot of that has to do with my partner. And how welcoming and pleasant you are and how much people enjoy being around you. Me? Yes, you. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel that swinging has made mundane conversations that you don't really want to have with your spouse super easy. Not even hard to talk about. I think me and you can talk about anything. I agree completely. Absolutely anything. Sometimes I worry how easy it is to talk to you about anything. <laughs> it's it just it's nothing is off the table, right? Mm-hmm. It makes it so nice to be able to have any conversation and not worry about it and not think about it. You're not judging me. I'm always judging you constantly. But that's okay. I, I deserve it for the most part. <laughs> but it just sets the relationship off on a different level, and I think that ultimately brings us closer. And I'm not talking just about swinging conversations or sex with other partners conversations, which are definitely conversations we've had. But I mean, just any anything, you know, if I mean, do you think of anything that you ever even hesitate to talk to me about that you may have hesitated in the past? with? There's not a single thing that I can't come to you and have a discussion about. Yeah. And I remember in the past where I would hold something and go, "Ah, you know, I'm going to I have to wait for the right time to talk about this. Yeah. But I know that at any point I can bring something to you and say, hey, here's what's on my mind and we will have a discussion about it. And like I said, that just speaks to my amazing partner and how much I love you. Oh, you're so sweet. I love you too, baby.
Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. Bye.